You're listening to A1R Psychic Radio, Earth's number one psychic radio network, and watching Moonstruck TV, Enlightening Television. Welcome. Time for Soulfully Guided with Carmel Ann. Carmel Ann. Live from soulfullyguided.com.au. Connect direct. In North America, dial 888-454-2751. In London, 203519-2158. In Sydney, dial 02-8488-3147. Or online, contact us through our Facebook page, facebook.com slash psychic radio. Askoneradio.com or moonstruck.tv. This is Soulfully Guide on A1R, the Ask One Radio Network. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another week of Soulfully Guided. I'm your host, Carmela. Um, we started a series on the 8th of February. That's for our USA friends, for our Australian friends, that's the 9th of February. And we, we I've explored different aspects of drug addiction and we've spoken about it. It is not something I would usually talk about on the show. My purpose of doing this was to bring awareness to both people who are experiencing substance use on any scale, as well as those that um, have family or friends, uh, any sort of loved one that is using a substance. So I do have my notes um, because I don't want to get off track and I don't know what I was thinking. I was going to do one 15-minute show and talk about mental health during substance abuse and mental health after substance abuse, but I just can't fit it in. So we are going to talk about this week, I'm going to open up about mental health and drug addiction, okay? So I've got my notes because I don't want to get carried away and I... I this is really personal to me. It's using my own experience as well. It might not fit with everyone or everyone's story. This is how it was for me. Um, next week, I will talk about my mental health and mental health after drug addiction because it doesn't stop there. Um, there's triggers, there's traumas, there's, you know, there's lots of things that happen in life that make us want to revert back to a substance. And just because the substance use doesn't, just because the substance use use stops does not mean our mental health is miraculously cured or healed or perfect okay so big show next week the week after that we'll be doing a q a session and then we'll be going back into readings after that so if you've missed out anything on this show head over to our um february 8th and you watch all the series through there look um i I'm also in my gym gear, so please, um, please excuse me as there wasn't enough time to sort of prepare myself, but I'm feeling awesome. But I wanted to talk about mental health during substance abuse, because at some stage of anyone's life, we are going to experience some form of mental health challenge, whether it be, it doesn't have to be a diagnosis. You could have a bad day because of work. You could feel down because of a menstruation cycle. You could feel, you know, really happy because of something external in your life that positively influences your mental health or negatively influences it. So without a substance, we're likely to experience some form of feeling relating to mental health in our lifetime. When we are on a substance, our mental health is very, very vulnerable, okay? Um, I think 
from a psychological perspective, I would personally love to see more causal effect research studies on drugs and mental health. I think there isn't enough information and somehow we need to ethically test this and learn it. So causal effect is the more drugs we take, what happens to our mental health and sort of look at that relationship or that, you know, that correlation there. Um, so from my perspective, I started substances because I was feeling a lack, a void. I personally had lost both parents at 16. I had no backbone, no support, no one to turn to. There were people that thought I, that they meant that to me, but personally that wasn't how it felt for me. I was so empty and lonely and suffering trauma that wasn't even what I did to myself. Sometimes we use substances, well, a lot of the times we use substances is because of our mental health is so poor, not what we're doing to ourselves. That's the final part of it. It's what other people have done to us. We don't let people do that to us, but we break down. And sometimes the more hurt we get, the more our personality, our mental health, our belief in ourselves declines and shutdowns, whether it's an abusive relationship or, you know, a, a, any form of unhealthy connection in your life. And often drug addictions start not what we're doing to ourselves, but because of what other people have done to us, knowingly, intentionally or non-intentionally. Um, so I should have asked for help but I didn't recognize the signs. I didn't think my loneliness was a mental health issue. I was too young and I did not understand. So if anyone is struggling, regardless of age, if you have children that are, you know, that are younger and having a, a challenging time, please speak to your GP, get the ball rolling, um, no matter what age you are, because mental health, there, there is no cure, but we can find healthier ways to combat it, whether it's something as simple as learning strategies, how to deal with what we're going through, or something a little bit more um, involved, like uh, finding a medication for you. Um, I should have asked for help, and I didn't. I didn't recognise the signs, but I'm not going to punish myself. I've already done that for 17 years using a substance. Um, it is onwards and upwards here, and... Um, I really want to emphasize the need to be an active participant in your mental health, if you're a drug user or not, especially the more the more our mental health declines as substance users and the more we thought we are experiencing that void, the more we have to substitute that with a high dose of our of our drug of choice or we have to intensify the drug to something a bit heavier. So that relationship was me. The more my mental health declined, the more drugs I needed, basically, to put it simple. Um, I was avoiding, like, I blocked out my memories or I tried to numb my experiences for 17 years using drugs, but then it took me eight years to heal. Uh, in the heart of that, I suffered on mental health for, for 10 years. And I want to say, if you are able to come forward, if something doesn't, no matter how little or how big it is, go forward and speak to a, a health team or anyone that is available to you publicly, or if you have to find a way privately, um, explore. There are, the, you know, in Australia we have excellent uh, public health, and um, the difference between coming forward early on is, and I'm gonna say this harshly, it is not pretty. It's the difference between potentially being forcefully um, admitted into a mental health ward and 
against your will. That is involuntary where you do not have a choice. The state deems you unfit or, a, a, you know, unable to be around the public, so they force you to go to a mental health ward. So it's the difference between being forced to do something and having a choice and being an active participant sorry, having the choice to be an active participant in your mental health treatment. So um, it sounds a bit dramatic, but there we talked about the brain and how it responds to drugs, and there is such a vulnerability with the brain. At some stage of your life, you're going to be diagnosed if you're heavily dependent on drugs and you're going to be diagnosed with some sort of mental health effect or, you know, after effect of drugs, whether it be a drug-induced psychosis. Um, it could be something short-term um, if you're lucky or then it could be something lifelong that you would need to be medicated for or there's sometimes people have taken some sort of a LSD or trippy stuff that they've never actually returned from or been sane ever since. So, look, I don't want to just take your fun out of life or things. This is from my perspective and I couldn't do it in a healthy manner because I used it because I had an emotional void and um, it became a dependence on a substance. So please be an active participant in your mental health. And if you're needing to look for an alternative, look for, you know, look for something that is being tried and tested in a medical setting. I personally prefer to be drug, uh, well, drug free and medication free, but sometimes we just need to counteract those imbalances in our brain, especially if there has been drug use. We can damage our brain and tarnish it. We can, we can do some permanent brain damage. Um, and I think recognizing that mental health decline early on is a huge game changer um, in, in our lives. So I wish I'd done that. Um, I'm not gonna hate myself or punish myself for not having done it. I've learned a lot from being here. And as I said earlier, you know, the more we tend to spiral and the more we need to be off substances, the more we tend to rely on them. Mental health is really the last Thing that is important to us when we are substance abusers. It's about filling, filling that void for whatever reason we are using a substance. So, um, you know, the more, the more, the worse you feel, the more you need, and it should sort of be reversed. And there should be more help available to people. Um, and uh, yeah, there's no fancy way to sugarcoat this. So. Um, I'm not sure how much time we have. I can't see much on the screen here. So we'll see what Dave says. Um, if Dave can hear me. Two and a half minutes. Okay, so look, I struggled for 10 years. I had breakdowns and miraculously somehow I finally showed up for myself. And as, as we sort of explained a little bit in the show, as the weeks progressed, um, there is no miracle cure. There is... It takes time. It took me 17 years to face this and it's taken me eight, you know, 10 years of bad mental health and within that I started healing in the last six to eight years. I don't even know my quit date. I didn't record a date. So 
this is how I feel about mental health and substance abuse. They are like water and oil. They do not mix well. Seek help that is available to you wherever you can. And if no help is available, find a way to get it. Next week, I will be talking about um, mental health after drug addiction. So basically, I've gotten to the point where I've healed, I've cleared my head, I'm, I'm strong in the mind, I've freed my heart and healed through my traumas. I am financially stable now, all aspects of my life are lining up. However, my physical health is unhealthy. My physical body is a reflection of where I was broken down mentally. So I'm now working on that too. This is a process. It's not an overnight thing and it will take time. So be kind to yourself and be generous with that time, but not too generous. Thank you for tuning in this week and for listening to me and hearing my voice. I've, um, yeah, it's not an easy topic. Um, and I hope this helps you in some way or someone you love. Thank you very much and we'll see you next week for our show on mental health after drug addiction.